Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story referred to as the Battle of Wills. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Entitled Mom takes over our family camping trip. My family and I go every year on a camping trip a few towns over. There's always a big event going on when we go, so it's usually a big party environment. Because of this, my dad tries to invite family friends to go as well. This year, he invited his friend T and his wife, Entitled Mother. We've had some bad experiences with Entitled Mother in the past, especially since she enjoys inviting people to gatherings she isn't supposed to. When we arrived at our campsites, Entitled Mother had also insisted on bringing her nephew. My mom remarked that she didn't know he was coming, and Entitled Mother simply shrugged and said she didn't want him to spend the weekend alone, which would be understandable, but he's a 22-year-old man with a pregnant girlfriend, so he most likely wouldn't have been alone. We didn't care much. He brought his own tent, and he was a nice guy, so it wasn't too intrusive for us. As we got settled in, Entitled Mother walked into our camper where I was sitting alone. She looked around and began to question me about it. Things like, must be nice to have this camper all to yourselves. And if your dad got a rented camper, why are you guys making him sleep in a tent? First of all, we were allowing everyone to come in, hang out and use the kitchen and the bathroom if they wanted. We just didn't allow people into the bedroom because that's where me and my mom kept our luggage. Second, my dad wanted to sleep in a tent. The bathrooms in the park are filthy, and it can get incredibly hot and I'm prone to fainting in high temperatures, so I need somewhere to stay cool. That's the only reason he rented the trailer for me and my mom. I explained this to her and she simply nodded and left. My mom later found her making her phone call to one of her friends, stating that there was a fun camping party going on and her and her husband should come. Of course, this was without our permission. While we ate dinner, Entitled Mother happily announced to everyone that her daughter Dee would be coming to join us the next day. And you guessed it, we didn't tell her she could invite anyone. Side note, Entitled Mother's reasoning for inviting Dee was so she and my family could make up for her not having a graduation party. She didn't get to have it because Entitled Mother was insistent it must take place at our house, but it would be inconvenient for us, so we told her no. The next morning, we walked outside and we see Entitled Mother's son, TJ. At this point, my mom is super annoyed with Entitled Mother. That wasn't helped by Entitled Mother cooking food that we had brought and telling my mom she didn't know what she was doing so she couldn't help her cook. These weren't small meals either. She spent all day cooking a huge meal on her own accord and then complaining that she hadn't gotten any help. Finally, nighttime rolled around and Entitled Mother told her kids that they wouldn't be driving home in the dark so we would make them beds in the camper. Me and my mom were losing our minds at this point, but still we tried to remain civil. I pulled out the couch onto a bed, and my mom started trying to figure out how to turn the dining room table into a bed as well. Entitled Mother helped my mom lift up the table, before stopping to look and see how it may turn into a bed, while holding it up with one hand, and leaving my bad-backed mother to bear the majority of the weight. I tried to help but Entitled Mother was in the way and yelling at me that she had it. After a few minutes, Entitled Mother came to the conclusion that no, 
The dining table doesn't turn into a bed. Entitled mother let go of the table and angrily pushed it back down while my mom was holding it. This is ridiculous. My daughter shouldn't have to sleep in her car. Next time you need to have better accommodations. She also implied that because her son was so much bigger, we should give up our bed for him. We just said no way. We didn't even know her kids were coming. It mostly stops there, but Entitled Mother is completely insane, so I'll most likely post about her again. I think OP said it themselves, but this Entitled Mother is crazy. How do you go and invite two extra people to a camping trip that were never meant to be there, never intended to be there, and then getting frustrated when the supplies that are there don't accommodate two extra people? No common sense, Entitled Mother? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these Entitled Parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is Bio Dad finally pays child support after not paying almost my whole life? My mom and I are laughing our butts off. So, my 19 year old female, mom and Bio Dad divorced when I was five due to our state's crappy family court system. My Bio Dad only had to pay $125 a month child support, which was a load of bullcrap. He made a lot of money with his tattoo shop but he spent that money on drugs and women, while my mom had to make cheap casseroles in order to feed me as a baby and my older half-brother, who was 14, while she was a stay-at-home mom. My mom found out about that money when my grandma, who's an accountant, got asked to look at his financial records. When my grandma found out what happened to that money and saw how much my mom struggled to give us kids basic living necessities, it made her livid. My grandma begged my mom to leave my bio dad, but she wouldn't follow that advice until five years later. When the divorce finally happened, the custody battle was an absolute crap show. The judge was a bench, since even my bio dad tested positive for every illegal drug except weed, plus testimonies on how violent and a crappy person he was, I still had to visit him every other weekend, which stopped when I was 14 after a bunch of abandonment and verbal abuse. I cut contact with him when I was 17. To make things even more crappy, he's only paid when my second stepmom Sherry made him, as she was divorced with kids too and knew that it was important. My first stepmom never understood what child support really was. After the divorce, my mom struggled hard, from couch surfing until my grandma bought us a house, to using food stamps to feed me, and finally building up her teaching career. We finally live a comfortable life. We aren't wealthy by any means, but we live comfortably. Well recently, as of last month, my bio dad has suddenly paid $200. And two weeks ago he paid another $200 to my mom randomly. The only reason my mom and I think he would pay now was he may be going to jail again, which says a lot since I'm in college right now. My mom and I are laughing our butts off and even got us a small spa day, since that money is basically nothing right now. Oh well, he only has $9,186.96 to go. Honestly, with that amount of money, if you think there's any, like, chunk of that you could get out of him, I think it would be worth exploring. Maybe you can get a lien on him. Our next story is, Entitled Dad demands I give his son my shoes and then accuses me of theft. I was recently in a Foot Locker store killing time before an appointment when a kid, maybe 9 or 10, came up to me and said he liked my shoes. I said thanks and kept walking around the store. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A few moments later, the kid and his dad walk up to me and ask me where I got my shoes. I was wearing a pair of Air Jordan 1s low that I got on Nike in 2020. I told them this and mentioned that I've seen them on StockX for resale. He said thanks for the information and walked away. I decided to try on a pair of shoes and as I'm waiting for the sales associate to get the shoes, the dad comes back up to me and asks what shoes I'm trying on. I show him and he says that he'll pay for the shoes I'm trying on in exchange for me to give his son my Jordans. What? I say no and that I'll be keeping my shoes and to please leave me alone. He rolls his eyes at me and walks away. As I'm trying on the shoes, I see the dad talking to the sales associate that was helping me and is pointing at my shoes. A few moments later, the sales associate comes over to me and says that the dad is saying I stole the Jordans from his son and he's going to call the police if I don't give the shoes back. The sales associate knew the dad was lying as he looked at my shoes when he approached me and saw me when I came in and would get the security guard. The security guard escorts the dad out of the store and I'm thinking it's over. Nope. The dad found a police officer outside. I'm in New York City and the UN General Assembly's going on, so cops everywhere. And when I came out of the store, they were waiting for me, and just when I thought I couldn't dislike people any more than I already do, the officer was an absolute jerk and appeared to believe the dad. I point out how if I stole his son's shoes, why does the son have a pair on of dirty converse? Wouldn't he be barefoot? Cop deems me a smart butt and asks if I can prove the shoes are mine. Luckily, my purchase was still showing in my Nike order history. The dad tries to say that they're not the same shoe and I'm lying. The Foot Locker employee comes outside and confirms that I had the shoes on when I came in the store. The cop tells me I can leave, but the dad is still yelling. I go to the building for my appointment and was a little fearful when I came out. Fortunately, he was gone, but I walked home, looking over my shoulder thinking I was going to get jacked for my shoes. I've been wearing Jordans since the 90s, and this is the first time I've been afraid to wear them. Honestly, if I were in the same situation as OP, I'd be feeling the same way too. The length that this guy already went to try to get those shoes from you, I wouldn't be surprised if they were just plan D, jack them in the parking lot. This next story is, my mom throws a fit over not being invited to a wedding, plus am I the jerk for thinking she overreacted? Context: A cousin of mine on my mother's side is getting married. Due to a limited budget and seats, my household was not invited. But we aren't the only ones who didn't receive an invitation. I completely understand though and part of me didn't want to go in the first place. Mom received a call from her sister about my cousin's wedding. I don't remember exactly what was said, but I think her sister asked if we got our invitation yet. Mom said that we did not and her sister said that she got hers. 
Unfortunately, mom threw a fit and complained to her cousin through her great uncle. She thought that the cousin's family was being ableist. I have too many disorders for me to list and nearly lost control over her emotions. Keep in mind that another household in the family did not receive an invitation either. I understand that seats and money are limited, but I think mom was taking this too personally. After things cooled down, I talked to dad about this and said that I've been stressing over what I was going to wear to the wedding ever since it was announced. I was thinking about chickening out and making up some excuse not to go, like a cold. Dad, being a fellow introvert, said that he didn't want to go either. We now have plans to go somewhere fun on the day of the wedding instead of the wedding. Am I the jerk for thinking my mom overreacted a little? Yeah, I think she was probably being a little too over the top. In a situation where there's limited space, there's going to be some roster cuts as you would like to put it. Unfortunately, she was one. I mean, I get being upset that you're not invited to this wedding or whatever, but it's not fair to go around lashing out about it. It's the kind of thing you take and you're like, oh, that sucks, I really wanted to go. It definitely doesn't make me feel all that important. But it's their wedding. This next story is Entitled Parents Try to Get a Free Business Seat. I was recently on a three hour flight, so it was a smallish plane. One of those in which business and economy have the same type of seats and are separated by a curtain. I was flying business, by sheer luck, definitely don't belong there. And since the plane was half empty, there was only one woman sitting in the row in front of me with a baby in her arms who couldn't be older than six months. As soon as we take off, a man comes from economy through the closed curtain and starts talking with the woman and fussing over the baby. It becomes apparent that he's the dad. They both talked really loud. They definitely wanted our attention. The man returns to his seat and I see that it's directly behind the curtain, the first row in economy, and he has plenty of space around. What the freak? Through the next hour, I crap you not, the man keeps coming to see the baby and talk with his wife every 10 minutes. He interrupts the meal service because he's right in the middle and the steward just can't get through. After too much of these shenanigans, the cabin manager had had enough and told the couple they simply could not do that anymore. And then the charade began. They had it so prepared it was comical. They had booked one seat in each class because they were sure that they would let them be together in business class because they have a baby. After all, there are vacant seats left. The steward almost laughed in their faces and told them they could both go to economy and be together for the rest of the flight. The woman lost it. I've paid a lot of money for this ticket to fly business class. I'm not going to economy. Let my husband come be here with his baby. She sulked for a while, talking loudly about how evil the airline was to her and her baby and how she was going to make a complaint. This was entertaining as heck. I wish I flew business more often. In the end, she made a huge fuss about it, but retreated to economy, and the last hour of the flight was uneventful. The best part? The baby was a saint through all of this. I could take a 12-hour flight with that little dude as long as his parents stayed home. I mean, do you really blame them for trying at least? Gave it a good try, might have worked out. Shoot, even getting a little fussy might have worked out. They might have had one of those flight attendants who doesn't want to rock the boat would just say, hey, shoot, we got vacant seats, it's easy, just go. Our next story is, Entitled Mom doesn't live here, but everything must be done her way. To start, this is a vent post. No big confrontation, just a very annoying Entitled Mom. So I'm sorry if this fits better somewhere else. I live in a rental. We have a shared garden, laundry room, and other amenities. 
It's a mix of rentals and owned apartments, and most residents including myself have lived here for several years. That's to say, you generally know who comes and who goes around here. Over the summer, this lady has started coming and going all over the property. It's the mom of a newer resident who actually seems nice enough. This mom is entitled, but in a slightly different way. She has slowly begun taking over all of the shared space of our building. These are some of the things she's been doing. Entitled mother leaves passive-aggressive notes when she's dissatisfied with something. For example, this machine is broken, who's going to fix it? There's a manual next to the machine, clearly stating the number you need to call to get it fixed. Can we all maybe remember to empty the lint collector in the dryer? It's not that hard. And then leaves without emptying the lint collector herself. She often wants a specific resident to deal with it, but doesn't address him through anything but the notes. He is in no way the janitor. Entitled mother opens all the doors and windows in the basement and refuses to close them. A passive-aggressive note informed me it's because the basement is too humid. I can understand it if you're gonna be in the area and need access to the basement, but she just opens everything and leaves. If you go to close them, she'll go back down, open them again, and leave. I came down the other day, and not only were everything open, the shared laundry room keys were in the outside door. She was nowhere around. This is not a low crime area and she's putting us at risk to be robbed in a way where insurance won't cover anything. This is also kind of triggering for me as I was subjected to arson in a previous housing situation due to this exact behavior. She also had a phase where she'd prop open the front doors and all the fire doors as well, but that has fortunately not stuck. We have a really nice shared apple tree in the garden. The apples are plenty and delicious take what you need kind of thing. A neighbor of mine went out to grab an apple for herself and her kid, and immediately the entitled mother flings open a window and yells, don't take those, they aren't ripe yet. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. The neighbor's like, I'll take my chances, thanks. Entitled mother huffs and is like, suit yourself, but you're gonna have a bad time. Just really weird apple entitlement. Entitled mother decided that the laundry booking system was bad and implemented her own system. Before, you just booked the laundry room and you'd have it available in the booked time slots. With this new system, you gotta book the individual machine in the individual hours you plan to use each machine. Of course, the new system has a passive-aggressive note attached. The first time I booked time slots, she actually deleted them, not because she wanted to use that slot herself, I had just done it wrong. Infuriating. We have a no loose dogs in the shared garden rule. It's mostly to avoid random dog poops, but it's not the only reason. Entitled mom does not care. Her daughter's chihuahua is constantly off-leash and running everywhere. The other night I heard it try to attack a cat. A few weeks ago, my kitchen started smelling really weird, like chemical and toxic. The smell kept getting stronger and I could not figure out where it was coming from. Went to the basement and some areas were also pungent. I asked a neighbor if he knew where the smell was coming from and he helped me search for the source. Turns out, Entitled Mother had been soaking some wooden fence posts in paint thinner and thought it was a great idea to leave them to dry in the tool closet right below my kitchen. 
sending those nice toxic fumes right up through the vents. The neighbor got entitled mother to move them. I want to reiterate, she does not live here. The daughter has a really busy job, so the entitled mother is around a lot. I suspect to take care of the dog and evidently the daughter's laundry. Because of this, she feels entitled to micromanage all shared space. Several other residents are really sick of her antics, and she's been confronted at least once by Janitor Man's mom, who also owns a rental in the building. I just needed to get this off my chest because I have no idea how to address this. She's just really annoying. Does the landlord not care about this person who's spending a lot of time in this place that they're not paying for and creating such dissatisfaction for the other tenants? Our next story is, just had this pointless conversation with my mother, just 24 hours after my previous post on this exact sub. This is after 15 minutes of texting her being stubborn and not listening. I say, can you get the PS4 out? She hides it for no reason, so my game can update whilst I do my homework and shower and stuff. My mom replies, I'll get it out if you do your stuff. I say, but that literally defeats the purpose of it downloading whilst I do it. She says, you do your homework and you can have the update going whilst you shower and eat. I say, eating doesn't take an hour. She says, see, the update will only take an hour. I said, mom, that's an estimate. I really don't know how long it'll take. She says, I'll get it out after your homework. I said, but that defeats the entire purpose. She says, you won't concentrate on your homework and you'll constantly be check, 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 check. I said, that's so unreasonable. I literally cannot do anything if the game's updating. Mum shouting now said, you'll find a way, keep clicking things. I say, what the freak, mom? She says, you just can't control yourself. Listen to yourself. I say, that makes no sense. She says, the game can update whilst you're in the shower and eating tea. It's not up for discussion. I say, why can't you be reasonable? It's literally my birthday tomorrow. She says, I've been perfectly reasonable. I told you, you can have it after you've done all of your stuff. I reply, that's not reasonable and it completely defeats the point. She says, you better think yourself lucky for having it anyway. You were two minutes late leaving the house for school this morning and you should think yourself lucky I didn't ban you. I say, I was literally at school on time. She says, no you weren't, you left the house at 7 minutes past 8 this morning. I say, mom, I literally got to school on time. She says, no you didn't, I tracked your location. I said, that's funny because my phone was on airplane mode until around 3pm. She says, either way, you should be banned because you left the house at the wrong time and you should be grateful I'm letting you on at all. I said, what? I even asked you to do it whilst I was at school. Why couldn't you do it then? She says, because you'd just start gaming as soon as you get home. Not true. I leave to de-escalate the situation. This is literally the type of BS my mom pulls on me every single day and until I'm 18, I can't even escape. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if I'm just getting old, but I mean I kind of get her mindset. You don't want to have any kind of temptation there. I know you can't actually play the game while it's updating, but nurturing the mindset of get your work done and then focus on the other stuff after, I don't know if I can necessarily fault that. Now the whole you left late or you didn't get to school on time thing, that's definitely overblown and over the top. Unless you're the president needing to deliver the nuclear launch codes. I don't think just about anybody should be justified in getting upset or blowing up at you or threatening any kind of thing because you were two minutes late. Our next story is Battle of Wills. 
This is more entitled grandparent, but I think it still fits here. I work in a hotel. I started as a housekeeper and I really hated it. I didn't mind the work, but I'm not fast and I was tired of getting in trouble for taking too long as the housekeepers are paid by the hour. I was looking for other jobs when I noticed my hotel was hiring for the front desk. I asked the manager if that was something current employees could apply for or if it was against the rules or something. He took me to his office, gave me an interview and gave me the job that same day and I started training. At first I was doing housekeeping and the front desk, but eventually I was completely on the front desk and much happier. I got the same pay for a much easier job with a set schedule, the work was fine and I got on well with the other ladies. Well, almost all of them. See, I covered other people's days off, so I'd work the swing shift and the graveyard shift, but the regular night person, hence known as Karen, hated me. At first, I had no idea, and I saw so little of her with such a small amount of interaction that I didn't even realize she hated me at first. Then complaints started popping up. The manager would pull me aside or text or call saying that there had been a customer complaining about how I was dressing. Our uniform is pretty lax. We just have to wear a polo shirt and stick to some basic standards. Modest clothes, not dirty or torn up, that sort of thing. I wasn't too happy about the dress code as I like to dress well, and polo shirts are kind of lowbrow in my opinion, so I would just wear a plain button-down shirt which was fine, but eventually I got in trouble for that too, saying that the buttons were too far undone. My boobs seemed to be a big point of contention here as they're fairly big and draw attention. Once, I got in trouble for not wearing a bra. I wish I'd stood up for myself more, but I'm a bit of a doormat and I was trying not to cry. Then, thinking back on it later, the day in question I hadn't worn a bra, I was wearing a chest binder, so it didn't even look like I had a chest. Then one day at shift change, I was getting off the swing and Karen was coming onto the grave and she started yelling at me for brewing too much coffee. We kept a coffee station for guests and that opened the floodgates. Every single time she worked after me, she would berate me for not doing something to her satisfaction. At one point, she was yelling at me and calling me a hooker for how I was dressing. Knee-length skirt, uniform polo, tights and boots that day. I reported her for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment, but nothing happened. After that, I started recording everything. It was a nightmare and it got to the point where I was dreading the end of swing shifts. And I was actually thrilled when I had to cover for her because it meant I didn't have to deal with her. And I did cover for her. A lot. She's older and was often out for medical problems, either her own or her husband's. I accepted any and all shifts without argument or issue, even if it wrecked my sleep schedule. I was even covering for personal things like her husband's birthday or a grandkid's school performance. I had more than one person tell me I should stop accepting her shifts as it was killing my sleep schedule, but I was happier with my roller coaster of sleep times than I was with a normal schedule having to deal with her. There was also one other person who could do night shifts because you have to be trained to run the audit. And if Karen was out for a week or more, I'd cover most of the graveyard and the other chick would cover my two nights off. Then that chick moved away, and Karen and I were the only two who knew how to run the audit. We had a few new hires, but none of them lasted long. Keep in mind that this was not a difficult job to do, but they all quit without sticking around for the two weeks notice. Then Karen's grandson gets hired on, and he actually sticks around for a few months. As a co-worker, he was pretty meh. I've definitely had worse, but I've certainly had better. Crap part was that he would do crap with no repercussions. 
But if I did something that was even a fraction of something he did, Karen would scream and yell at me. We have an outdoor pool that's open in the summertime, and we don't have a lifeguard or anything, so the pool closes at 10. Graveyard shift starts at 11, so Swing usually goes out and locks up the pool, but Grave will drive past and make sure that it's locked. I was literally the only person on Swing Shift who ever actually locked the pool at 10, and I always stopped on my way in to lock it when I worked Graves. It opened for the season on a day I had off, and I completely forgot it was open on my next shift. Naturally, this was a sin worthy of the seven circles of heck, but then I found out a couple of weeks later that the grandson was leaving the pool unlocked literally every day he worked Swing, and Karen wasn't locking it either and if he worked the morning shift, he wouldn't unlock it either. Everyone at my work has a big problem with getting to work on time. Me and one other woman are literally the only two who are consistently on time, and usually a little early. Karen, of course, was constantly late, to the point where she stopped even apologizing for it, and her grandson was no better. There was one day that I was on graves and the manager came in before the grandson because the grandson was an hour late. I would have liked to be a fly on the wall for that butt ripping, but I was too freaking tired and I just went home. The grandson was on for a few months, but found a different job with better pay and left. And another chick was hired and things were fine. Then the grandson's job fell through when he tried coming back to the hotel, but his replacement had already been hired. I was friendly with the new chick, we'd chat at shift change, and one day the subject of Karen came up. Apparently Karen had been nice to new chick at first and everything was fine. But then the grandson tried to get his old job back, was turned away, and Karen started whistling a different tune. She was being as horrible to new chick out of absolutely nowhere, and this is where the pieces fell into place. You see, before I moved up from housekeeping, Karen's grandson was looking like the most likely candidate for the front desk job, but I'd gotten it instead and angered the kraken. She was treating me so horribly because she was trying to get me to quit, And when that didn't work, she was complaining to the manager about me and making false reviews from customers. And that wasn't all. When the other desk position opened up, she was terrorizing everyone that got hired so her grandson could be rehired. And when the grandson wanted his old job back, she started harassing the new chick. I'd been looking at new jobs to get away from Karen, but this is when I decided to dig my heels in. I grew up with three siblings and an army of cousins. I know how to take my licks. Yelling at me over coffee? Bench, please. My sister once sliced my hand open with safety scissors and then all my siblings pretended I didn't exist for a month because I had to get stitches and she got in trouble. My cousins are the reason you now have to be over 18 to buy dry ice at the local grocery store. We used to throw firecrackers at each other for fun. Our parents dropped us on a farm and we ran wild unsupervised for hours at a time. I grew up in active combat with my siblings and cousins. This is nothing. I continued working, doing everything perfectly. I was taking pictures of everything I'd cleaned and I'd take a picture of my outfit at work every single night so I could just show the manager what I was wearing whenever there was a customer complaint. And I continued taking every last one of her shifts that she needed me to cover to the point where I was going full days without a wink of sleep. She continued harassing me and the new chick, even after her grandson got a new job, and new chick also wound up quitting without notice, leaving us scrambling to cover shifts. Karen managed to get four separate people to quit, but I withstood her abuse for two years. Then it happened. 
I won't give details, but there was a health crisis that resulted in her having to quit, and I got her job. I'm not the main graveyard shift, and living my best life free of Karen, she thought she was an unstoppable force, until she met an immovable object. Eat butt, Karen. I survived. You couldn't even secure your grandson the easiest job I've literally ever had, and now I don't have to deal with either of you ever again. Man, I hear plenty about nepotism, but not quite so blatant nepotism that is so boldly being fought for so blatantly and also not making the water any hotter for themselves when they're doing so. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.